Hallelujah. Well, happy Resurrection Day, everybody. Woohoo! We're so glad that you're here with us. I'm so excited that we get to spend it together. This is amazing. So excited. So, wow. So, us um, here at Faith Chapel, we love to bless people. It's like our heart to bless people. And so today, we have a surprise for one person in this room. We have a $100 bill for you underneath your seat. So just check to see who got it. And holler when you do. You got it? No. <laughs> no one got it? April Fool's. When does, uh, when does Easter ever run on April Fool's, you know? Like, I mean, come on. Church isn't supposed to be boring. We're supposed to have fun, right? Just don't tell my husband. No, I'm just kidding. I'm like, Kelly, what did you do? So, wow. <laughs> I love you, Marissa. Sorry to mess with your emotions. <laughs> So praise God. I just want to say thank you for being here. Um, We're excited. I just want to welcome our live stream audience. We love you. Everyone wave. Say we love you. Happy Easter. And and for uh, those here who have um, a Facebook account, if you would just bless us and help us out by um, taking a moment and just going to our Facebook page, Faith Chapel Syracuse, and just share the service. Because you wouldn't believe how many people that we've been able to touch and reach through technology. Isn't it amazing? It's so great. And so um, for those who don't know... um, my husband, uh, Jim Tuttle, has been in India for, um, he's coming back Wednesday. He's been, he's going to be gone for 10 days, so I can't add up right now, but it's been like about a week since he's been longer, right? So anyways, so he wishes you well. He just says hello from the bottom of his heart, and um, it's exciting, and God is using him tremendously there. Um, he's seen hundreds saved, and he's seen um, many people healed and set free, and so it's amazing. And it's amazing with technology, because I've been able to text him every day, FaceTime with him. I feel like he's not even gone, you know? <laughs> and, um, and I watched him preach this morning. Isn't that amazing? So it's so great. Don't you love technology? It can be used for the glory of God. So hallelujah, I'm so excited. And also we have an app, um, a Faith Chapel app that you can go on your iTunes store um, or your um, Google store and you can find it. And it's Faith Chapel Syracuse. And we have um, the sermon notes in there for you so you can um, follow along. And um, we just want to be a blessing to you today. Amen? Amen. So I'm excited. Um, Today we're starting a new series Yay! And I think you probably can see it. Yes. That guy who has some thing happening over his head. (laughs) Smoke. How many have felt like that, right? (laughs) 
You're like, oh my goodness. So we're starting a series today, and it's called The Invisible War. And the reason why we're having, uh, why we, we do series is we love to help people. Our job here is to equip the saints um, to do the work of the ministry, to be all that you can be for God. And, and so this is just a series to be able to do that. And I'm excited because I love, like what Mary was sharing today is so powerful. But sometimes we get, we're like, okay, God, but how do I walk that out, Right? How many feel like that before? Like, how do I walk that out? I'm that type of person where I'm like, okay, God, like, show me how. And he does. He's so gracious. He's so gracious that he does that. So we're going, I'm going to walk you through um, today about um, the invisible war. And really what the invisible war is, it's just the war that goes on in your mind. Do you guys know what I'm saying? Like, it's those thoughts that you get. Um, those things that, uh, you know, struggles, and um, it really messes with people, you know. I've seen it really, um, people have really struggled with just their thought life. How many have heard it's been called stinking thinking, you know? Stinking thinking and just the, the thoughts. I mean, you can, you can walk in life and have some amazing thoughts, and it does good for your life, Right? Or you can walk in, in your life and have some bad thoughts, and it doesn't really lift you up, does it? In John chapter 10, verse 10, the Bible says, The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that they would have life and have it to the full. Amen? Like Jesus died for us to have a full life. That's good news right there. Come on. That's part of the gospel, that he died for us to have a full life, a sound mind. For us to be, um, you know, the word saved in the Greek, the word is sozo, and that means healed, saved, and delivered. It's not just that we get to go to heaven. It's It's a huge package. It's so good. Isn't that good news? It's such good news. And um, so today I'm going to be hopefully be able to help you with, with some of this. And hopefully you'll have some tools in your tool belt to be able to, to walk in um, greater freedom in Jesus. Amen. Amen. So um, the war, like I said, it's a war that happens in between your ears, in your head. And because of what Jesus did on the cross, it broke the power of lies that we believe in our head. How many know that? We can believe lies. But it's not like automatic. It's not, I wish it was automatic, don't you? Like you could just wake up in the morning and it's like, woohoo. It takes, it takes us our participation, right? When we come to Jesus, we, it takes our participation, right? It takes us partnering with God and saying yes. Like if someone was to give you a gift today, you would have to hold your hand out and receive it and take it home with you, Right? And it's the same thing with the things of God. God doesn't make us do things. He is so amazing. He offers them to us. And like Mary was talking about, about, you know, the jail has been open. Jesus broke the power of sin and death when he died on the cross, when he was raised from the dead. And that's what we're celebrating today. Like the power of sin is broken. Amen? It is broken. That power is broken. And we, and we, and the, the door is open, the prison door is open for us to walk out. Amen? And just to know that, you know, sometimes we, we think, oh my goodness, we think, man, one day 
it's just going to all happen and everything's going to be good. And, you know, sometimes we get those encounters where we feel like, oh, my goodness. But how many know that we're in a process? We're in a journey. And don't beat yourself up in the journey, okay? You're in a process. Say to your neighbor, you're in a process. And it's a good process. There are good days for you. And you are loved. Yay. That's so good. Spiritual warfare is standing your ground and knowing the truth. Right? It's standing your ground and knowing the truth. And what is the opposite of truth? It's a lie. It's believing a lie. And the only power the devil has in your life is when you believe the lie that he said. You know, there's, uh, there's power when we agree with things. And the enemy will come and he'll start saying all these things like, you're never going to amount to anything. You know, you're never going to get a job. You're never going to get a good job. You're not smart. You know, all of these things. You're a failure. No one loves you, right? He whispers those lies, you know. The Bible says in, in John 10, 10 that we read, this thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but he, Jesus came to give life and life to the full. So are those life-giving words about what I was just saying? No, they're not. But sometimes we believe them, don't we? And we believe them, and we believe them, and then, and then all of a sudden it becomes the way we live, right? And see, when we, um, when we believe those lies and we cling on to them, and we, we make them our own, we make them our identity, the devil doesn't play fair, right? He doesn't play fair. When we agree with his lies, we give him power in our life. And without even realizing it, we're just saying, keep messing with me, devil. Keep messing with me. And, you know, we don't want to do that, right? But sometimes we just don't know any other way, right? And so we get stuck, And so hopefully today I can help some people in this room to get unstuck. Are you excited about that? Because you know what? The gospel is good news, and it's simple. We complicate it sometimes, right? Your belief system is based on your experiences. It's based on those things that you've been through. It causes beliefs, right? It causes beliefs. I remember when I was a little girl, I'll, I'll explain, I'll, I'll share about one of my belief systems that I grew up with that I allowed the enemy. I didn't even know I was a little girl, but the enemy took a hold of um, my vulnerability and just built a stronghold. And some may say, what the heck do you mean a stronghold? Well, I'm going to give you a definition for a stronghold. A stronghold can be defined as an ingrained repetitive thinking process, your mind regularly travels down. So it's like repetitive, right? What you think determines how you see yourself, how you see others, and how you see the world. I heard it said one time, before I go into the story of of, uh, my story, um, of there was this man, he grew up in a farm, and he had this tractor and they would go this road um, with the tractor every day to go and milk the cows. I don't remember what kind of farm, so I think it was milk the cows. So they would go every day with this tractor there and back 
few times a day over and over and over again. And it got to the point where the farmer didn't even have to steer the tractor because there was our, those, those um, tr- um, tire marks, ruts, thank you. There was ruts there. <laughs> and so this tractor, they could just turn it on and let it push the gas, and it would steer itself because it already had its ruts. It already had its pattern. And that is what a stronghold is like in our life. It's like something that's been traveled, that's been over and over and over again, and it just becomes automatic, just what we think. And so when I was um, a young girl, I um, would go to family's house. How many go to family's house, you know, extended relatives and stuff? And as a young girl, I observed just everyone just getting along, laughing, And then on the days that I would spend the night at the extended family's home, I would notice that my family would begin to talk about the people that was there. And so, and they weren't kind things, you know, they would talk about different things that they did and kind of make fun of them and say things that weren't kind. And so as a little girl, it it put fear in my heart. And so I started to build a belief system in my life that whenever I'm around people, when I leave, they're going to talk bad about me. And so I built a stronghold in my mind. And through it, I put walls up. So I said, you know what? If I just isolate myself, that won't happen. And so year after year, I would do that. And I would be in school, different things. And I would think that everyone had a bad thing to say about me. I began to believe a lie. And that's what the Bible calls a stronghold. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So those strongholds in our life can be broken. And I remember, um, you know, one day when I realized that, you know, I, I was just going through something. How many go through stuff and you think, why am I like this? Why do I do those things? Why do I cling to fear? Why do I do those things? And so we just kind of, we don't know what to do. And so, um, you know, I be, I, that was the lie I was believing. I was, I was believing that. Um, I was believing this lie that I'm, un, I'm unlovely. You know, people aren't going to like me, right? People aren't going to like me. And that I need to be hidden, right? I need to hide. So I believe that lie. But I began to ask God, like, when's the first time I had that thought? And he began to bring that back to me of that exact time when, it, when I noticed that and started believing that lie. And I was able to give it to him. And so I began to just think about that. And I just, you know, and I just began to pray. And I just said, you know, God, I believe this lie that I was unlovely, that people, you know, were going to talk about me. And, but God showed me, I said, God, how do you really show me? What is the truth about me that you want to tell me today? And do you want to know what he said? He said that you are my delightful daughter. That I'm a delightful daughter. And I thought, well, what does exactly delightful mean? See, I always ask questions. And I looked it up, and it said, I'm pleasurable. I'm happy. I'm joy to be around. I'm glee. I love glee. <laughs> Bring gladness. 
I'm excitement. I'm, I bring amusement. Hey, that's fun. You guys experience that with the April Fool's joke, right? <laughs> I bless. I bring elation and all of those things. And so God just began to speak to me the truth of who I am. That I am, I am a blessing to God. And because I'm a blessing to God, my Father, then I don't have to worry about if I go into a crowd and no one likes me because my daddy likes me. Amen? And then you start to think, well, why wouldn't people like me? If my daddy likes me, I must be pretty amazing. Right? Let's build that stronghold in our life and believe the truth. Amen? And so, so I began to do that. I began to ask, and I knew what the lie was, and I was able to take authority over it in Jesus' name. And I just said to, I just said to those that fear, I said, I now take authority over you fear in the name of Jesus. Get out of my life. You don't rule me. Righteousness rules me. Jesus rules me. Amen? I am fully loved. I am confident in him. I can be confident in Jesus and who I am, that I'm one of a kind. Amen? And I am fully loved. And you know, like the first step, I'm going to read actually in the Bible, strongholds. It's in there. Um, and sometimes it's, I'm going to read you the scripture. It's 2 Corinthians 10. Starting at verse 3. And it says, I still hear pages, so I'll wait. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. And it says, the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of this world. See, the weapons of this world are like, if you hurt me, I'm going to hurt you back, right? If you hate me, I'm going to hate you back. You know, I'll show you, right? Those are the weapons of this world. You try to take it in your own hands. Someone's rude to you. Someone's mean. You're going to do that. Someone steals from you. Well, I'm going to steal from them. I'm going to give them what they owe, right? Now, who does that sound like? Sounds like the devil. It sounds like a stronghold, right? But we don't wage war like that, like the Bible says. Let's see here. Um, The weapons we fight are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, They have divine power, power from on high, to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. Arguments. Doesn't that sound like someone talking in your head, right? Those things that just go on. That's against the knowledge of God. You got to see this because the knowledge of God, like we were created to experience God. We were created, every person in the world was created to experience God. Do you know that? And sometimes we agree with the enemy and we think, uh, that person's way too far gone for God to touch him. And we're agreeing with what the devil says. And we're empowering him in, his li- in our lives and in their life. We don't realize it. But when we make those judgment calls about people, it really does damage. I'm going to share a testimony 
Um, I shared it at the prayer meeting. Some people on the staff might have heard it, but it's so good. Um, Of my husband, when he was on the way to India, he was in the airport at United Arab Emirates Airport. I believe that's where he was. When he comes home, if I'm wrong, he'll tell me, and I will totally admit that I'm wrong, (laughs) which I am a lot. So anyway, so um, he was there, and he ended up meeting this man who was an imam. He was uh, a Muslim pastor, I guess you could say, right? And he just started chatting with him, and they just started laughing together, and they just started having a really good time. Like, how many know when you meet someone, you hit it off, and you laugh, and you have fun with them, right? And you just just have a good time. You joke, you hug, whatever. You know, they were having a good time, and they were in the airport. And so Jim asked him, he said, well, you know, what what are you going to India for? And he said that his wife, they, they, at the time they lived, or right now they live in uh, Australia, and he said that his wife needed medical treatment, and so they're going to India to receive that. And so, anyways, it, it came to the time where they had to separate. Jim went his way, and uh, his new friend went the other way. And all of a sudden, God spoke to Jim, <laughs> and he said, I want you to ask him if, I, if you could pray for his wife. And I love Jim's response. He starts running. <laughs> that is the man I married. I am crazy in love with him. God speaks to him, and he starts running. He's like, yeah, he's running. Can you picture him? Like, shh, shh, shh. He's running through the airport. He gets to where they are, and by that time, his son-in-law, this gentleman's son-in-law was there. His wife was there, and she was all in black. You could only see her eyes. And he went up, and he's running, and they're like, whoa, what is this guy running towards us, you know? <laughs> and so they're like, hey, hey, hey. The son-in-law is like, you know, stop. And so he, he's like, what do you want? <laughs> so Jim began to tell him that I met your father-in-law and he was telling me that your mother-in-law um, is sick and he's taking her to India to receive medical care. And I wanted to know if I could pray for her. And so he went over and talked to his father-in-law and his mother-in-law and they said yes. And so Jim went over. He couldn't put his hand on her. They said, don't touch her. <laughs> So he, he prayed for her. He just started praying for her and asking God to touch her. And she started, like, rocking and, and, and touching her heart like this. And, and her eyes were flickering like God was touching her. <laughs> and so he said to, you know, the son ask her what's happening. What's happening? And so he asked her what's happening. And she said, um, she said that uh, my heart's beating really, really fast, but it's really good. And so he said, oh, that's good. Can I pray again? (laughs) So he prayed again. He just, you know, thanked God for what he's doing in her life and thanked God for touching her. And so um, that was amazing. But then it gets even better. Then they asked Jim to pray for the imam. Come on. Come on. So listen, if we are, if we had, if he had judgment against a person that he's looking at and just looked on the outside, this never would have happened. And so he begins to pray for the imam and he's getting touched and he's weeping before the presence of God. He's encountering Jesus. Come on, let's give God a hand of praise for that. (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus.
Hallelujah. That's so good, isn't it? And so, you know, ask God to show you, do I have any strongholds in my life? Is there areas where I am agreeing with the devil? Is there areas where I'm believing lies in my life? What are they, God? What are they? And I put in the notes there, um, I put a little, I put some notes in there. And one of them, it says, what is the lie that I'm believing? And so you can go there and you can kind of spend time with God and say, God, what is the lie that I'm believing? Why do I feel like this? You know, why do I feel like I'm never going to succeed? Where did this lie come from? When did it first happen? Like, what happened to make me believe this? I just learned recently, I wasn't going to share this, but I feel like God wants me to. I just learned recently, I always, um, I, I had this terrible problem where I would struggle with being on time. And it was my whole entire life. And I would just, I would get so, you guys, it was, it's not easy. I would cry. I would be so frustrated with myself. I'm like, I don't know why I can't be on time. And I, I would just, it was like hell, really, hell. Because it was like, as soon as you get there, you get all this shame. You know how the devil works, you know? It just, all of this stuff begins to happen. People start judging you, like, you are selfish, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, all this judgment comes on me, and I hated it. I'm like, I'm, that's not who I am. That's not who I am. I, I, am I want to be honorable. I'm an honorable person. And I don't want to be like this. And I recently heard someone's testimony And they said that sometimes strongholds could happen in the womb and you don't even realize it. So you could be born with these issues and don't even know. And so this this, uh, woman found out that she was late. um, And her her mom was carrying her and she was late um, giving birth to her daughter. And so while she, was, while she was pregnant, everyone kept, like, saying all these things, like, oh, come on, baby, you're late, you're late, and just speaking all these terrible things over the baby in the womb. And so I was like, oh, my goodness. So I called my mom, and I was like, mama. <laughs> I was like, mama, um, when, you know, was I late? Was I, like... You know, like, what was my due date? And she said, oh, let me tell you. (laughs) She said my due date was October 31st, but I was actually born on November 13th. Isn't God good that he would reveal these things? Do you know today I got here early? is so good because he wants us to be free. Do you know that? He paid a high price for the devil's power to be destroyed in your life. And he wants to do it in your life today. Amen. And I shared that with you because maybe some of you are struggling with things that you have no power of and you don't even know why you do that. God is a gracious God and he will show you. He will show you why you're dealing with the things you're dealing with. He will show you the time, and you'll be able to go get alone with God and have him help you. So I had the the first thing. I believe this lie. Or the first one was, what is the lie that you are believing, that I'm believing? And then the second one says, I believe this lie, blank, that I am blank. Practical, right? Right? So you'll be able to go through it with God, fill in the blanks. Like, 
okay, God, why am I like this? What lie am I believing? And he'll show you because he's good. Amen? He's good. He wants us to be filled with joy. Amen? To live life to the full. Come on. The devil has had way too many days in your life. There is a full life ahead for you. Come on. There is abundant life waiting for you to live out. Come on. Gone are the days of living by fear. Amen? Gone are the days of having fear hold you. Gone are the days of having lack hold you back. Come on. Gone are the days of having fatherless hold you back. Rejection hold you back. You are loved. Amen? You are cherished. You are wanted. Amen? You are a part of a family. Amen? Those things that happen to you does not have to rule you. They don't have to rule you. Today is going to be the best Easter of your life. Because he's going to speak to you and you're going to hear, oh my goodness, God, I, why? I, you're telling me, you're showing me how, why I'm like this. Thank you, Jesus. And he's going to show you what to do about it. Let me keep going. Went on a bunny trail. Hey, Easter. Don't tell Jim, all right? Okay. Um, So (laughs) I believe this lie that I am blank. I believe this lie blank that I am blank. But God showed me that I am blank. He's going to show you. Now you know what the lie is. And you can take authority over it in Jesus' name. That's good news, amen? Come on. You could take authority. But the first step, (laughs) the first step is giving your life to Jesus. It's giving your life to Jesus. And so we're going to do it together today. Are you excited about that? I have a prayer for us to pray together as a family. Isn't this great? I'm excited. So we're going to, let's, hey, let's stand up together, right? I'm finishing. Are you guys excited? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. You can go to lunch and have a great time with your fam or get ministry, whatever it is. Okay. So hallelujah. They're going to put it up on the screen. Can you guys do that for me? You guys in the, the booth back there, I love you. You guys rock. You're amazing. Okay. All right. Ready? Are you guys ready? God. Say it together. God. I realize that I have had some strongholds in my life. I see now that the devil has had access into my life through my thoughts. God, I invite you into my life to be my Lord and Savior. I invite you to break every agreement that I made with the lies of the enemy to fill my life with your truth. Father, forgive me for partnering with these lies. I choose today to believe the truth of what you say about me, that I am loved, I am accepted, that I am a beautiful process with you, God. And I choose today to follow you through your word, times of prayer, worship, and fellowship with other believers. Today is a new for me. 
I am totally yours, God. Hallelujah. Let's just give him praise. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, we just thank you for what you're doing, God. We thank you for touching your sons and daughters in this room, God. And Lord, we thank you for the time that they're going to have with you as they spend time with you, as they hear your voice, God, as they get free from the, the, the ties that the enemy has lied to them about. All those lies, God, are going to be broken in their lives, God that they're going through this beautiful process. And so just hold your hands out right now. Holy Spirit, come and just fill them up. Fill up those areas that the enemy had just had hold of right now. Just fill them up. Let your peace come right now. Let your presence come, Holy Spirit. More, Lord. More, Lord. Jesus. I thank you that even the power, the the headaches are leaving people. Someone's been struggling with headaches, and I think it's been through just thoughts from the enemy. We thank you for migraine headaches being broken this morning. We thank you for neck pain being healed today. Begin to move your neck. Let God touch you. We thank you for arthritis being healed today. For movement coming back. We just love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Just just tell him you love him. Come on, just tell him you love him. It's a relationship between you and him. He talks and you talk back and it's vice versa. It's a beautiful relationship, God. We thank you for what you're doing, God. And Lord, I bless each person in this room. I pray, Father, that they leave here feeling changed and different, God. That they leave here with direct access to knowing you in a deeper and closer way. And God, we truly, with all of our heart, celebrate what you did for us, God, as we celebrate Resurrection Day today. And Lord, we just give you praise and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's just give him a shout of praise. Come on. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Love you, God. I love you, Jesus. And we give you praise. Amen. Well, I'm so thankful that you guys came today to church and we got to celebrate Easter together. And for those who need ministry, we have a ministry team that will be here. Those who are on our growth track, you're welcome to come up and minister um, there to people as well. But other than that, we have amazing coffee in the foyer. So you can go, or in the atrium, it's called atrium. So you can go back there and just fellowship with one another. But know you're loved. We love you and have an amazing day. And hopefully we'll see you next week for the rest of the series. Amen. Amen.